0: Welcome to another week of soap secrets now it's pretty exciting this week because it is Holby's Christmas now um Christmas comes to most of the other soaps next week um, which is very exciting but there is no Holby over Christmas which is a bit sad however this is the week this is the big Christmas week and we've got none other than Victoria Wilson here to talk to us um about all things Holby welcome hello
1: how are you Merry Christmas oh, as it is hi. in Holbyland <laughs>
0: But you yeah, know Christmas has come early this year anyway, hasn't it? Because everybody's gone early because they just need some festive joy in their life. So I totally get it. So, Holby, um, it's Christmas a week yeah. early. Um, uh, I'm not sure why there are no episodes over the festive period, but it doesn't matter. Tuesday the 5th of January it will be back for all Holby fans. Um, now, after we, last week's kind of shock proposal, um, well... You tell me. I mean, there's an awful lot going on there because Jack tells um, Sasha's daughter, Becca, about the engagement. Um, But then there's a big fight.
1: Yes. Well, so, I mean, you talk about festive joy. There is very little festive joy on the wards of Holby. (laughs) Um, uh, And Sasha certainly doesn't look like a man who's just proposed marriage to his new love. You know, he should be, you know, it's the early days of their relationship and... You know he, he he he's 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 not that great. Um, so, but Jodie, Jodie is thrilled, of course, um, and her excitement over their nuptials is is making Sasha feel kind of overwhelmed, really. Um, particularly as he's facing kind of opposition from pals Dom and Jack, um, who sort of both accuse him of like rushing into things so soon after Essie's death. You know they're concerned about him. He's still grieving, and there's just something not quite right there. Um, so, yeah, as you say, like, Sasha's stunned then when Becca, as, who's actually played by um, Bob Barrett's real-life daughter, Francesca Barrett, um, oh, okay. she she turns up on the ward having been called by Jack and she sort of demands to know what's been going on with her dad. And she's shocked when, when jo- it's Jodie, of all people, that blurts out that they're engaged. You know, this is the first time they've laid eyes on each other as well. So, a bit awkward. Um uh, Becca and Sasha have a heart-to-heart, and she sort of tries to talk some sense into her dad, but he kind of he refuses to listen. He's not really listening to anyone, to be fair. Um, and when Jodie sort of she sort of tries, she's like, "Oh, okay, right. She, he's she's she's uh, Sasha's daughter. I need to try and sort of work here." Um, she she tries to sort of worm her way into Becca's good books with with an early Christmas present. Becca flat out rejects the gift and and sort of makes it clear Jodie should back off. Um and we, we, we see we see sort of then a little a little chink in Jodie's armour and, and she sort of makes it clear that that she doesn't like being pushed out and she won't be pushed out. Um so later jody you know Jodie sort of seemingly wants to to bury the hatchet with a she lays out this lovely spread in the staff room and this sort of with a with a sort of pre-Christmas tipple for, for, for Sasha and Becca. Um but uh, things aren't maybe quite what they seem um, as as uh, Jodie hands the drinks out. Are Sasha's loved ones right to be wary of Jodie?
0: Oh, this story's going to run and run, isn't it? There's going to be more to this. And we're just, like you say, we're just seeing the chinks in the armour now, aren't we? And kind of seeing that it's, uh, oh dear, oh dear. Well, January um, will be an exciting time when they come back with a bang. Um, so... Kian's are obviously sober now, so new newfound sobriety as we know, but it's tested because um an overdose uh PM is brought in and needs um, treatment, but of course because it's a not pm an MP even um, but it's got to be secret obviously because of who they are
1: well well yeah I mean you say he has his sobriety he's trying really hard to um, to go cold turkey to get off his addiction to painkillers um, but but his newfound sobriety is tested to the limit when so Basically, what happens? His dealer, Sarah Jane, brings this overdosed MP onto that she, she she rolls up screeching in a car in the hospital, and she needs urgent help. He comes out, and and he, she sort of she, she's treated on Darwin, but obviously everything yes, as you say, has to be kind of under the radar. Uh, Sarah Jane actually m- sort of warns Kean that that you know he risks he risks being exposed as like a surgeon on drugs if he doesn't do everything he can to help save this mp's life she's she's quite a piece of work sarah jane as as we sort of come in to discover um, so kean uh reluctantly agrees to to treat the um mp in secret but obviously he's secretly struggling with these withdrawal symptoms um so Sarah Jane can help. She gives him a pill so that he can perform in, in theatre, which reluctantly he takes. Um, and then she uh, gives him a little bit more to keep it for later. Um, so, meanwhile, though... So his addiction's going to kind of change, I suppose. The addiction changes from
0: one thing yeah, to another.
1: Well, I yeah, I mean, it, it started off... It, it, we we understood that it, it was an addiction to painkillers. But, yeah, I mean, does kind of open the door to, you know, and one thing does tend to lead to another. Um, obviously, on the f- the the sort of, w- at the same time, um, Jack is is unaware that he's still hiding this dr- drug problem. She sort of knew about it. She thought he was dealing with it, but it's very much under the radar whilst they're trying to sort of make a go of this relationship. Um, and obviously, recently, she told him she loved him and he's he's been quite cold on her. She's unaware completely, obviously, that he's going cold turkey she just thinks he's he's kind of she thinks he's distant and and suspects that he's having doubts about the relationship um obviously since she's poured her heart out to him um we all know that jack doesn't love anybody so this is like quite a big deal um he calms her down though uh and sort of allays her fears by saying those three little words back to her which is all very sweet um so he's determined to he is determined to beat his addiction. We we, we do get the sense that he, he does want to sort of get clean as as they say. Um so he tries once again to bin his drug stash um but fails.
0: <laughs> um The trouble is here is is he going to get found out taking it? I mean, obviously he should not be performing kind of surgeries on you know whilst under the influence of absolutely anything. So there's kind I suppose there's that storyline to go down because there needs to be repercussions over him doing that. But equally, the fact that he's trying to hide it.
1: Oh yeah, Um, and obviously not to give anything away um, about what happens in the new year, but let's just say. we we get the sense that the heat will turn up on Kian quite considerably. Will it now? That's it's all I'm saying. The
0: new year, we can see that there's going to be fireworks in within relationships, really, as much as anything. Well, again, like you say, though, it's not exactly Happy Christmas, is it, on the ward?
1: No, no, no. It it, it is um it it's a great episode. They've they've made it sort of suitably festive, but there isn't much festive cheer
0: well the festive spread in the staff room i think's enough i mean that's a big nod to it
1: <laughs> It looks pretty but obviously there's um there there are when it comes to the uh sasha jo- jody situation it looks pretty but um looks can be deceptive so we'll soon we'll soon we'll soon find that out
0: so that will have to tide you over, I'm afraid, folks, until, um, until January the 5th, when it will be back with a bang and, um, as always, will be a, an amazing um, episode, I'm sure. So we also have Claire Ruck here um, to talk about Coronation Street and all the other soaps um, that we've got uh, to talk about today. So as I said, this is um, not Christmas in, in the other world of Soapland, <laughs> just in Holby's world. So Coronation Street, Claire, should we, should we start with, with Corrie?
2: Yes, hi Hannah. Yeah, so so last week it was it was Cory's sixtieth anniversary, and what a great week of episodes that was, wasn't it? Oh, amazing! They they know how to do it, don't they? They do, they do. So um, it didn't just end there. We didn't. They didn't. The residents didn't just def- defeat Ray, and um, so the fight is still continuing this week. But there is there is sort of some chink, maybe of light at the end of the tunnel, because Ray and his partner in crime Debbie um, are fighting between themselves. So, um, you know, really you need a strong, you need, to, you need to be strong to, you know, to get this stuff through and you don't need to have people, people arguing amongst themselves. But, um, I, I think Ray's sort of underestimated Debbie. She's, 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 she knows what she's about and, um, she tells him how they're going to run it.
0: Okay. Um, <sighs> and is that is that explosive
2: or is that- <laughs> <laughs> it's not. it's not it's not very explosive no Hannah, but it's just it's just sort of we're just having a sort of a down bit in this bit as it is as, as we because next week it is Christmas, so they just we just show, we we just seen a, an, another facet to this story before we run into the big Christmas episode. Yeah, episodes. I guess you need the
0: lights and shades, don't you? And you need yeah. the kind of breather, and that's exactly what we've got this week. Um, now we also see Sarah um, calling Crime Stoppers, don't we? Because um, she she drops her ex Gary in it um, over the murder of of, the, of Lone shark Rick.
2: Yeah, so that's. I mean, I can't believe it. She's just going to call Crime Stoppers, and she says, um, "I know that there's a bo- body buried in, in Beacon Woods, and she knows who puts it there." And um, so, so the police go off looking for it, um, um, but actually, they don't find a body at all. Um, and uh, so so Gary is now firmly in the sights of the police because obviously they're keeping, keeping an eye on him. Um, and um, Bernie, who we remember about several months ago, she found a watch in the woods and Gary was desperate, desperate to get his hands on it. And she does tell the police that she has this watch that Gary wanted. Um, but I mean, it is just a watch. We don't know that it's Rick's watch. It could be anybody's watch really Mm -hmm. couldn't it Mm.
0: the thing is with gary though i mean he's a sort of slippery character isn't he and um i suppose now will we see the police kind of tracking his every move and 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 trying to work out whether he has done something he shouldn't have done
2: yes yes they they certainly are keeping an eye on him this week um you know you you can't you can't phone crime stoppers up and say I'd say a body's been buried, and I know who put it there, without the police, I suppose, investigating. Um, but equally,
0: the repercussions of somebody who says that, and, of course, it's not actually there.
2: Yes, completely. Then you're wasting police time, aren't you? Exactly, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Gary's a great character,
0: isn't he? Um, he is. Uh, he sort of gets away with an awful lot more than... You know, and
2: <laughs> the other thing is, what, what our Sarah's forgotten here is that um, she actually helped um, get, get rid of the, the body of um, Kylie's horrible ex, Callum, about four years ago. So she's not exactly Miss Squeaky Clean either.
0: No, she's really not. I yeah. think she's got a very short memory.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know what? I have to say this, Hannah. You know, like, they don't come up with a body, right? And I, I you know, you, you can... You, I don't know this, but this is just a theory... And it's probably wrong, but is Rick dead? Well, so I I had exactly the same thought. I
0: wondered exactly that Um, because people can disappear. And and in soap world, we see it so many times where people, I mean, let's be honest, people die and come back. Yes. (laughs) Let alone if we haven't actually seen
2: them die, then they're almost certainly going to come back, aren't they? I would agree with you. Um, so, you know, like, so maybe, so he got hit on the head, you know, with a shovel, and, and maybe he was only out cold, and mm. Gary buried him, and, you know, and because it's a soap, he managed to escape from, from the woods, and, you know, and maybe he's biding his time. I'm just expecting Rick at some point to pitch yeah. up in Gary's second-hand furniture store and go, hello, Gary. <laughs> Yeah, with a Phil Mitchell accent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wrong soap, Hannah. No, it's, you can just imagine it, though, don't you? You're kind of walking in. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think your hunch is absolutely right. Um, OK, so it's a bit of a sort of a down week, if you like, for Cory, but soon to be explosive again next week for for um, some kind of more festive fun or, like we said, not, not necessarily festive fun and joy <laughs> no. in, in soap world. Um, so in the Dales, Emma Dale... Um, Will comes to Harriet's rescue, um, kind of to help her move Malone's body from the grave in the churchyard. So this story's is rumbling on, isn't it? Um, yes, it
2: is. It's quite tricky. I, I sort of feel like they're going to get they're going to get found out, aren't they? Well, you know, here's another body that actually has come back to haunt everybody. Mm. Um, they have to move it. The exhumation um, of Jean's father has been given the go ahead. So. You Will Scouts a place, and he decides he's going to bury it on home farm. Now, that's Kim Tate's territory, so I would Mm. say that's that's a red flag there. If you're going to bury something on home farm... um Bad you know stuff what? happens on home farm. <laughs> no. You just don't go near there, do you? No, I know. <laughs> I just think this is a poor will. He's got to dig two graves, have not he? That's hard work. That's hard work. It is. He's got to dig up the first one, get the body out, and then he's got to move it under the cover of night, not being caught, and um, pop it into a new grave um, on, you know, on home farm. So, um, well, I you feel know,
0: weirdly sorry for Harriet, but, yeah, I probably shouldn't.
2: Yes. She is massively stressed about this. I think mm. I'd be really stressed.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's illegal.
2: Yes, it is. It is. Um so you know, Malone was a very bad, bad policeman and he was he was really horrible to Will's daughter and her stepdaughter um to Dawn. But you know, Maybe they should have fessed up and called, called the proper police and said, this is what he's done. Um, instead of going down this route of popping him into uh, a grave in the churchyard um, and now it all coming back, back, back up again and to haunt them. Um, yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so while Paul, Paul, Willie's running around the village with this with this dead body. Um, you know, Harriet it is it is nearly Christmas. Um, so she's 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 holding a a nicely socially distanced outdoor carol service. Isn't that lovely?
0: That is not that is nice actually. Yes, I, I so, like the idea of that. But I suspect the whole time she's holding the service, that's in the back of her mind yes. and worrying that she won't get away with it. Because
2: because we know the village is is full of people, and uh, you know the, the the church is at the heart of it. So so he's got to dig a body up, and he's going to need a bit of light because you know without any, without, you can't just dig up, dig without any like, you wouldn't, know, wouldn't be able to see what you're doing. So there is that risk that he would be caught.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, big risk, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and not least, because... Kim Tate is back. She is at Home Farm uh, just in time for Christmas. Um, and we talked about that moment where someone just walks in. Well, that's exactly what she's going to do. She walks into Home Farm, and of course, she finds Moira's brother Mackenzie living there um, as Jamie's bodyguard. But the place is a is
2: a complete mess, and I'd imagine Kim is not very happy. No, she tells him to get out, clean up, and get out. <laughs> you know, this this is Kim Tate at the best. So we haven't seen we haven't seen Claire King, who plays Kim Tate, since since around about um, July August uh, this year. So yeah, so she's been away for nearly six months. And Christmas wouldn't be Christmas in in Emmerdale without without a Tate a Tate Christmas. So definitely. Um, Yes, definitely. And so she is back. Um and you know, she's she's unhappy with the way Jamie's life's been going. You know, he's he you know, he hit Moira, he's done all sorts of things. Um he had a fling with Belle, and now he's got a bodyguard. She she's arguing with him that, you know, you know, what are you doing to the Tate name? Um it's all really exciting stuff. Yeah. So you know, she's here for Christmas. What is gonna happen? And yeah. not only that, you've got Will on Tate Land. But burying bodies he shouldn't be burying <laughs>
0: it's all happening at home farm this christmas i mean i absolutely love claire king um i really do as kim tate i think she she prays it absolutely brilliantly um she's a real kind of um likable but unlikable character if you know what i mean you can't get enough of her when she can be just so really quite horrid at times really evil at times and she's
2: got that look she's brilliant absolutely brilliant she is, isn't she? I, 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 I think she's great. And I was looking at some pictures of her, you know, because she came in and about in the late 80s, yeah. um, you know, with Frank Tate and um, she had two stepchildren and they moved into Home Farm and you, you can just see it. And she was she was the secretary made good and everything. She married the boss and uh, she was just having affairs left, right and centre. She's, she's just a great character. She's brilliant. Absolutely. And she's like Teflon. She keeps coming back time yeah. and again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so EastEnders, um, i I don't know if i could best talk about this week there is more
2: trouble isn't there for mick and linda my favorite couple yeah i know it is really really sad and this storyline you know it has so many facets to it um and you know and and we we both know that mick is in complete crisis and his his wife linda has no idea well actually none of his family and his wife or his his grown-up children know what is, you know, what is going on in his life and why he's so upset and distressed. And um, this Katie she's, she's just really messing with his head. And um, he's, you know, this childhood abuse has just come straight back at him, knocked him, knocked him off his axis, and he just doesn't know how to cope with it. Um, and then we, I was quite shocked at this because you know we had seen Linda and Max having, you know, play dates with um, Little Abby and. And, and and um Linda's son um but um you know and then there had been that kiss. Um but actually Mick knows Mick knows that Linda's having a dalliance.
0: I think that's the really sad thing here is is that actually if they both knew everything then their relationship, I mean it wouldn't make for a good storyline, okay, no. I get it, but <laughs> you know it's just that's the sad thing and what, I, what I'm really hopeful of, because obviously Casey's really really messing with Mick badly and then of course she m- messes even further because she charms Linda, um, so she's kind of you know getting involved in every part of Mick's life and really messing with his head yeah. and, um, and she says to Mick that, that, that um, Mick is always, uh, to Linda sorry, that Mick's always talking about her and so she kind of dresses up for him and then he pushes her away and of course what i'm really hopeful is is that this will sort of crescendo into them both breaking down and telling each other how they feel and then everyone lives happily ever after but that's not going to happen is it claire no no it's (laughs) it certainly isn't going to happen this
2: week hannah so it is it is it is really really difficult so So, yeah, Linda, Linda, she loves her husband. She's, you know, they've been together since they were children. Um, So she she puts her best frock on and she 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 tries to charm him and, and impress him. But of course, you know, mix really freaking out about intimacy in, in any way, shape or form. So he, he, he rejects his wife. He doesn't mean to reject her, but where his head is at the moment, he cannot handle intimacy. So, um, so she feels rejected, unloved. Um, and um, what will Linda do? I mean, will she make a, a, you know, a decision that it will affect her marriage? Yeah, I mean, I just they didn't need to
0: talk that's a phrase i believe coined by um by some kind of big corporate giant it's good to talk it really is for those two they really need to um
2: okay moving on to Hollyoaks. um a big surprise for you Hannah. this week on um, monday and tuesday the 14th and 15th of december on itv there's this thing called the real full monty on ice okay right, great tell me so well. celebs to raise awareness for cancer do the full monty while trying not to fall over on the ice so they do a striptease while um while skating around an ice rink
0: oh brilliant i absolutely love it it isn't a test it's a treat no it's brilliant a treat. i love yeah. it i love it um and jamie jamie lomas
2: yes he Can plays warren is taking part amazing so um i have seen the pictures i have seen there's lots of people people going to be going to be on it but i have seen the picture of jamie lomas and he's just standing there with a, a little bit of a cheeky grin hannah and a big christmas present in front of his in front area. of his, his area <laughs> i was going to say his man his, his his junk his man junk um, <laughs> i don't quite know what else to call it um in a polite polite setting um and you know what i really wouldn't i mean if you're naked you really don't want to fall over on the ice do you because sensitive you want to be on ice and be naked (laughs) it's
0: freezing i know yeah not only that we all know what happens in the cold (laughs) Yes.
2: <laughs> so that's very very brave of these gentlemen to um to, to do do a you know to take all their clothes off and skate at the same time oh and it's such a for such a great cause um, it is absolutely brilliant i think that the, we'll all including myself
0: will absolutely enjoy that it'll be absolutely brilliant
2: yes yes completely oh, So that back is some... a treat <laughs> you've been all hot i can see you blushing I have, there i, I know. i
0: was really cold when i started this podcast now i'm really really hot
2: <laughs> it's got it's got other stars it's got colleen um colleen nolan from um loose women on it um channel um sorry radio fours jenny murray it's got you know it's got lots of people something for everyone i'd say yes linda Lusardi's <laughs> on there and um you know she looks fabulous she was a glamour model back in the 80s wasn't she linda Lussardi? She does look incredible she does and she you know really what the, does the nice thing is um she was very very unwell with covid um wasn't she um, she was yeah. at the beginning of the beginning of the pandemic well, her
0: and her husband were yeah. weren't they? and i think she she
2: ended up staying in hospital longer yeah she did mm. so you know here she is she's i've you know i've seen her pictures um she looks she looks absolutely great and it's so it's nice to see her back to full health excellent okay so
0: back to the storylines um I won't jump forward to Christmas. I still want to know about the doll, but I, I won't keep asking you. Um, Liberty's mental health um, is not good at all, and and that that's a continuing storyline,
2: isn't it? Kind of, it reaches its peak, I guess, yeah. this week. Yeah. So 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 Liberty, um, she had a, she she had a very bad difficult birth when she gave birth to little baby Faith and not only that she had been carrying it carrying baby Faith um for her sister her half-sister Sienna Um, and then so emotionally she was in turmoil about giving her baby up um, and then she decided to keep the baby and you know all of this has meant that her mental health hasn't been as stable as as it as it should really be she should be enjoying her baby she should be she should be smiling and laughing and actually um we see we we know that she's been hallucinating and seen Sienna's dead daughter Nico mm. so so when she talks to Nico she's talking to a halluciate hallucination so when i when i say Nico i i i sort of i want to say it in you know in inverted commas yeah. um which you can see on screen but not on a podcast and <laughs> um, so this week um little baby Faith has a temperature we all know that temperatures in babies are quite you know, you need to dangerous. They can be dangerous, yeah. Yes, you need to you need to take advice on it. Um, but Nico discourages Liberty from taking taking the baby to hospital, um, and Damon realizes that Liberty is hallucinating and calls Sienna. But when Sienna injures herself trying to stop Liberty running off with Faith, Liberty takes the opportunity opportunity to escape um, with her daughter. Will they both be okay? Oh gosh! So this is a so this is. Do you think, Is this
0: going to run through Christmas, do you think the storyline or are we going to, will this be this, will there be a big kind of crescendo and then it will kind of um, it will be sorted if you well, not that it can be sorted Mental health takes
2: much longer to sort out of course yeah. it does it might be something you has to live with, but in terms of a storyline yes, yeah, so I think it will it will leak into a bit of Christmas so what the only thing at the moment I can talk about Christmas is that um it's it 's got three episodes um so it's doing six episodes over the double fortnight three episodes in the first week and three episodes in the second week you're not getting at the moment we're getting four episodes a week so it is it is curtailed very very slightly channel 4 aren't putting it out on on what i term the feast days christmas eve christmas day new year's eve and new year's day
0: yeah yeah i think um be lots of Christmas watching this year won't there I think um, everybody I mean it's a big time to watch TV anyway there's a big time for soaps but um, this year I think probably more than ever
2: yes it it is it's um, I I actually put the Christmas double to bed last night Hannah so you can (laughs) sleep again I can sleep again (laughs) and we've um, we've yes the Christmas offering is is really good I was really really impressed because everyone's had a difficult year and including tv companies have had a very difficult year you know you know people you know normally back in march april and all of that they start filming don't they for the christmas christmas dramas and stuff so i think they've pulled they have pulled christmas out of the hat so well done to all the tv companies yeah they've done really really well i think they've
0: done really well since they've come back generally don't you i mean you wouldn't know that they're 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 having to work kind of with restrictions i think they've had some cracking storylines across the board really um okay well on that note that is everything um for this week i'm afraid but next week don't worry we are going to be back with a big bang because it is the christmas episodes that we'll be talking about so please do join us next week thanks for listening and stay safe